Welcome to Trust Me, the podcast. We are your hosts, Beth Finkel and Kiana Salucci. And we are here to share with you how we create magic in our everyday while balancing family, careers, and relationships. Hard workout this morning. What'd you do? Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Trust Me. We are so excited to be back with you today. I'm going to let Yanni know that I'm asking her a question. (laughs) How are you doing? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. It's Friday. I'm pumped. It's Indy's birthday. She's turning. Oh, happy birthday, Indy. I was actually like, is she two or three? Like, I couldn't remember. Everyone's saying like, oh my gosh, she seems so much older. And I'm like, I know. But she's turning turning two today. Well, she started walking so early. She started walking early. And she just like, I think it's, you know, the oldest sibling um, syndrome. Like, she just wants to keep up with them. She wants to do what they do. And it like, it allows her to like kind of grow up faster in a sense. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, so she starts adapting, you know, their lifestyle as hers and she's just, she's living her best life. Um, do you guys do the advent calendars at all? (laughs) Last year we kind of did, like I, I've never, I didn't grow up doing them. Um, and as an adult, I I didn't care until like, I didn't care or I didn't really understand it or know what it was until like I had kids. Yeah. So like. We tried it last year. Like, my mother-in-law got them this, like, it was, like, a candy one or something like that. It had, like, a tree, and every day you pop this thing open. It's, like, a tree, and it's, like, some crazy, like, Christmas tree or something funny, and but it was, like, a like a piece of chocolate or something. I don't know. Yeah. So the answer is no. We don't do it. In theory, I think it's supposed to be, like, every day you're, you talk about God and yeah. you lead up, to, you know, like, it's a lesson. Yeah. But of course, like any Americanized thing, it has turned into like another shit show for parents. <laughs> Gift giving. Yeah. And it's like, it's a shit show. Like we started the same way. Our elf brings it, which that's a whole other oh, shit. question yeah. or a whole other topic. But we did the same thing. Like the first year, it was like one advent calendar for the family. Mm-hmm. And um, it was chocolate as well. And then it was like, okay, you get chocolate on this day. You get chocolate on this day. And like, that just doesn't work. Work, no. And you're not going to like split a chocolate into four pieces. That's like That's so ghetto. <laughs> <laughs> so now the elf brings them each an advent calendar. And it's like a piece of slime every day or like a piece of jewelry like nico has a magic kit and so another thing that i just freaking set myself up for beth we talked about this we said that we were going to slow it down not do too much focus and here you go doing advent calendar calendars with gifts every day (laughs) listen and lucas could not handle it and i you know i have to remind myself and i did in the moment because he opened his up his is like little trucks Okay, he's three. He doesn't know then that you have to wait until the next day to open the next one. So he had a full ass meltdown and then ended up throwing like his advent calendar thing and everybody else's from the table. He threw and chucked across the room. So I'm like, again, why am I doing this? Yeah. No, I try to keep it simple. Um, like if my mother-in-law wouldn't have bought that, bought that um, advent calendar last year we wouldn't have done it. Um, and we half-assed on it, like did it. Like it wasn't like. You forgot a couple days. Oh, we forgot a couple there. days. One day I was like, here, take two. Like it it wasn't what it should have been. Um, but again, like it's not my thing. I didn't grow up doing it. And not saying that since you didn't grow up doing or having something, you shouldn't, you know, try to break those things and do it now. But yeah. like, it's not important to me. <laughs> so. I don't see value in it. So. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm kind of on the hook with it, but I'll have to figure that out because I can't be having a meltdown every morning for the next 
29 days. <laughs> Heck no. I mean, I teach my kids lessons every day. I'll be damned days. if I'm 26. Yeah, I teach them lessons every day. Days. I would be damned <laughs> if I gave you, if I had to teach you a lesson and give you a, a treat for it. Like, no. Yeah. 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 No. I'm good. <sighs> so next year. No, I am honestly, I'm on track. We'll do a little check-in with the pod squad. I am on track. I am shocked. I have about five things per gift. I did not like, I actually had stuff in the cart that I took off and it was like more or less like I tried to look at, you know, if it's just going to become junk in like a couple weeks, I took that off. Yeah. I've been like seriously diving into it and being intentional with everything. And I feel like I'm buying whole Caribbean trips and all this, all the things. (laughs) Sorry. I just, I just put you out there. She had to throw it out there, but no, even with that, like we do a family vacation or two every year. So Zara and I specifically were like, and me, Indy followed through whatever they say she does, but they were like, we want to go to a tropical vacation. That's what we want for Christmas. They had it on their Christmas list. We seen Santa last week. They talked to him about it. And I was just like, you know what? This is going to make it easy. So I did it. And I want to be with them like around January 7th when they're working on their vision boards. Because yes. <laughs> I want, I can make PowerPoint presentations. Like, can I, you put me on their vision I can, board? That's one thing I love about them is like, they will <laughs> literally sell you on what they want. If they want oh, it, they will talk God. about it. They will, like, they don't skip a beat. So, I mean, I love that about them, but like, literally they're going to have like PowerPoint presentations. Oh yeah. Um, oh yeah. You're in for it. You're in for it. But I like really real talk. I love that their big present is, is a adventure. I think that is the coolest thing that, and it was so spontaneous because yeah. that's also super cool because that's yeah. not really in the cards for me. I literally, I woke up right fast. <laughs> I woke up and I, I kept saying it to myself and I was like, my biggest thing was like, how can I sell Dan on this? You know what I mean? Like in my head, I would go, I would be on vacation every day, you know, but yeah, I'm like, how would. can I sell him on this? So I was just like, I was like, you know what? I'm going to do research first and then, you know, present options for for us. So that's what I did. And I seen this deal and I'm like, wait, what? I love this place. We've been here before. There's no way he's going to say no. And then I text Ashley. Who like, also is always down. She's always down. So I was like, I was like, yo, get on board, tell Pat. So you and then two I'm gonna tell Dan. Are not probably, I mean, in your world, you're great for each other. But yes. like in Dan and Pat's world, they're probably like, stop talking to each other. Right. Stay home. Every time you talk, it's thousands of dollars <laughs> out of my wallet. <laughs> but yeah, it's going to be good. I we, we set some goals earlier in the fall for our personal lives. We set goals for trust me. And I feel like we're walking in that. So we have some exciting things coming at the end of the year. So I think we're, I think we're doing pretty good. I think we're doing good. Even today, you know, we were kind of mapping out what our next few weeks were going to be, what we talk about. And I love that both of us, we were going to tackle a topic, but we both were like, you know what, we need to just like keep it light because you need to do that. Like in life, you need to, you know, you're serious most of the time and you're on your game and you're doing the things and you're working and you're momming and you're wifing. Some days you just need to scale that back and keep it light. True. That is facts. There's so many times where I just fill my schedule because it's a blank space. I haven't been doing that so much anymore. (laughs) People have stopped calling me. (laughs) Stop asking. Like she's never going to go anywhere. No, for real. Like I feel like, you know, and this is something that, you know, we talked about. But if people, if you stop being the one that plans things and reaching out and doing that, and then it's not being reciprocated, that's all you need to know. I think that like, but it starts with yourself, right? People yeah. will react to how you, how you move, right? And the energy yeah. you put out. And then people start trying, you know, they have follow suit. And you're, you're right. I, for me, I have to, cause 
I do that. Like even, and I feel like it's, I think it's like a mom guilt thing. It's like a, a me guilt. Like I feel like, Oh, you know, I haven't done something for myself. So I need to fill this time, but not even understanding that that negative time that you had, that downtime could have been exactly what you needed. Yeah. You know? And I do that with my kids sometimes. I'm like, okay, we the weekends go by so quick. Let's pack X, Y, and Z into a weekend because I want them to have the best experience. I want them to, you know, have the greatest time. <clears throat> and sometimes those times are like when you don't have anything planned and things yeah. are spontaneous and you leave space to do nothing. So honestly, I'm doing that this weekend because um, we sports are done like on the earlier side for us, even though they start at 630 in the morning. But we're done around noon and we're heading to the beach and we're going to drop the kids off. Um, my husband's sister lives down towards the beach. And I'm like, you know, we need this. And even a couple of our friends down there were like, let's go out to dinner. Let's do this. Let's do that. And I'm like, no, we can't. Like, we just need each other, right? Like, yeah. we need to, like, we're going to go out to dinner and probably come home and watch TV. And that will be a godsend of a break for us because we've been running on fumes. Yeah, that's what, that's exactly what I need. <laughs> I remember when I was, um, pregnant with Indy and it was like our baby moon or whatever you call it. But Dan and I just did like a, almost like a staycation. Um, we did, we went to Vermont and we went for, I think it was like five days. I think it was five days. We went to Vermont for five days and all we did was sleep and eat and watch TV. And mind <laughs> you, at this time I was like seven and a half months pregnant. So that's the only thing I wanted to do. But yeah. for him, he was just like, damn, like, I love this. We, the one night we didn't even leave the hotel. We ordered DoorDash and like sat in bed and watched TV and had the best time. And we always say yeah. like when life gets crazy um, and, you know, overwhelming, we always say we need a Vermont trip. And it was yeah. like nothing. We walked around, ate breakfast every morning, um, ate ice cream and did everything that like, you want to do but you don't allow yourself to do well it, not that you don't allow yourself it's like <clears throat> it's you want you don't have that time it's not yeah. that you don't allow yourself it's like you don't have the time to just go about your business without a real plan like right. everything is so planned right even so like actually speaking of plans uh every other thursday we have a date night and it's because we have a babysitter here. She can stay till seven on those nights. So we know that every other Thursday we are going to go out and do something. But that serves one part, right? But then it's like you still come home. You still got to like get the armor on, get kids in bed, do all that. Like I feel like at every couple of months I just need an overnight away from the kids. To say like, okay, this is why we love each other. We can have fun. Like I like I very rarely stay up late in life, but when I don't have my kids, like I will stay up because I know that no kids are going to be crawling in my bed at two in the morning. You know, I'll go out, I'll stay up later, I'll have a good time. And I just think like it's so needed. You just have to like my whole thing is like when when I get to that point, I just schedule it. Like yeah. I literally, when I mean schedule it, my everyday life is in my phone, right? So all if it's not in my phone, in my calendar, I it's not happening. Right. So you have to like take that time and schedule it. Cause it won't, it won't happen. It won't magically happen. If you don't plan for it. No, you, it, it will not get, magically it happen. It and happen. hell no, no one's reaching out to take my kids for fun. Exactly. So if you go in and you plan it and you're like, okay, on March 7th, I'm planning this weekend or I'm planning a night out or I'm planning an overnight stay, do it. Yeah. Do it in advance, get everything lined up and that way it's happening. Yeah. Yeah. And even sometimes it doesn't, right? Like something will happen. A kid will get sick, like get it right back on the calendar right. <laughs> because you Sis. need it. Sis, you need it. We're you talking it. to you. We're talking to you. This is for you. Um, the other thing too, that just while we're talking about it is scheduling an overnight alone. That's my other go-to twice a year is making sure, and I'm due for that, by the way, Mike, if you're listening, 
scheduling a night alone where you can just do whatever the hell you want. I usually I've never done that. Uh, Oh, it is like, have I talked to you about this? You have talked to me about this, but I've, the only time I've done that is when I'm like, it's not even that, but like when I would travel to work or something. You it's know not I mean? like, yeah, not on a work trip. Cause yeah. that's what you're doing. Work. Right, this is right. a you trip. I honestly, if I can get two days, even better. Cause like the first day I totally make a dent in the couch, watch all my shows, order takeout. And then the second day I have energy and I like move my body. I do something creative. I write or whatever that will hold me over for like six months. So I'm good. To try that. Maybe this year I'm going to set a goal. I'm going to try it. I've yeah. never. Do you like you know, being alone? No, I love people. <laughs> I love, like, I'm an extrovert to the fullest. Like take me where the people are. Um, so, so that's why I've never thought about even doing it. Doing it, it never crossed that's my mind. That's how Mike is. He's I'm like, always like, oh my God, let's go somewhere. Let's invite as many people as we can. Yeah, that's <laughs> how he is. I'm yeah. like, I say, go to the beach house. Like, go go be by yourself. And he was like, well, if you're not going to be there, I'm like, well, that's the point. And he's like, no, that doesn't sound fun to me. No, it doesn't find, sound fun to me. I mean, I want to try it just because it's something that I've, and it's I not haven't done. Fun. Like, it's not like it's like you're not whooping it up. It's like healing. Right. See... Yeah, I mean, I love sure. being alone. I know, I know you do, and that's why I'm like, and I, I but I do want to try it. I do want to try it. I want to explore every part of who I am and who I could be. So I do want to try it, but I might call somebody. Also, like, can we Facetime? Can we Facetime all time? Like, I have a really close girlfriend down there, um, and like the one time it was like we had dinner reservations, and I texted her and I was like, I just I don't want to get off the couch. <laughs> She was like, that's fine. And I was like, you know, like, I feel bad about that. But like, I, when you get a little bit of alone time and you are comfortable with it, you just like scratch an itch. Yeah. And you want more of it. Yeah. Try it. I will. I, I, I honestly will. I'm going to try it. I just, I never, like, I've never thought, like, I don't get me wrong. I love going away. But like I said, I'm calling any and everyone and inviting as many people as possible. And doing all the things, doing too much always. I, I like. I don't know how to not do too much, but yeah. So we curve. thought it would be fun today to do a little bit of our conversation starters uh, because we, you and I, are both very passionate about having deep conversations. I saw a meme yesterday. I don't know if it's a meme. That's just what I say, but it said like. I hate small talk, but if you want to like get weird and talk about your trauma and your past life, like I'm here for that. And that yeah. is so spot on for me. Like I do not want to talk about the weather. I do not want to talk about sales at Target. Like, but if you want to talk about like how you learn to make Swedish meatballs because your grandma from Sweden like has this recipe like I want to learn how to make Swedish meatballs too that's so I'm the same exact way I love deep yeah. cover and it I can have them anywhere me too like I can have them anywhere I could bump at bump into someone at the grocery store it's happened many times and just last week this guy he's with his wife he's shopping <laughs> for Thanksgiving he has a cart where at Whole Foods he has a cart full of food and the line's long. We have time. And he's just like, oh, are you cooking for, a, you know, a big crowd? And we got into, oh, my grandmother, the Thanksgiving is my favorite holiday. My, we got into, like, I knew his childhood pretty much. You know yeah. what I mean? I knew his traditions. And he was like, I was like, oh, my Thanksgiving growing up was like an open house. Any and everyone was invited. And he started going in and saying, like, oh, how his Thanksgiving was very similar and how he misses those days. And we just got into this. I don't know, maybe like honestly, 10 minute convo. Doesn't that like reignite your faith in humanity? Like as oh silly gosh. as it's like the world is a dumpster fire right now. True. But when you can have a very simple, meaningful conversation like that, it's, it's truly mind blowing. I feel like, like, you know, humans, we're like a, we're like a ball of energy. 
We give yeah. off energy. We receive energy. That's what we do. That's how we communicate. That's how we live. That's how our blood is like pumping in our body. Like that's, yeah. that's us, right? That's how we're formed. And sometimes I think that with the world and its influence on how we connect with people, it takes over, you know, like right now we have, you know, a war going on and the energy that's getting put out is hate and Mm -hmm. that's what's happening. Mm -hmm. So you have two rivals and they're going at it and they're, they're fighting and people are dying and all these things are happening. And it's so sad and it's just a connection that's lost it's and has influenced, a- you know, influenced decisions made and things like that. Like we have to understand that we are built with energy. We're built with this connection and we could just seize everything else and just vibe in that and love. Oh my God. Oh, shit I would change that. instantly. <clears throat> you know, things would change instantly because when you vibe in love, the what you receive back is just that you know oh i love that i honestly just want to feel that because it's so true and we're actually in a couple wars but the one that you're probably talking about in the middle east it's like i'm really trying to understand but i you know you we are not there it's hard to understand it's hard to understand because this is deeper than just what what we're actually seeing in the media right? uh, lifetimes you know like this this is way deeper and i don't know i'm not educated i'm very ignorant in that area uh, yeah. i'm not educated enough to even speak on it and i'm looking at it for at a very surface level so i'm not going deep into it because i don't understand it i don't like to speak on things that i don't understand but surface wise and this is just like i said this is just touching the surface but like if there was the 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 energy of love amongst what's happening i'm not saying that it will cure and everything would just be peachy keen but what i'm saying is is that sometimes you learn to agree to just disagree or sometimes yep. you learn how to like you know disagree but keep moving forward keep being parallel you know right now it's just like we're going head and head and neck and neck and it's it's starting to create a snowball effect in other areas and now people are not even going to the root they just don't like you because of your your religious beliefs or what you look like or where you're from you know what i mean and it's not even about the source anymore so like but that's what media does is it feeds in this energy which is negative which is hate and then that's what you give out and if you follow that trail like starting from big media there's actually people at the end of it right and a lot of times those people are your loved ones friends like i there's this person you know who i used to go to college with and i don't understand it i agree with you so much like i'm so ignorant in the space but what i said to her was because you know she posted something about like most people won't even read this or something like that And I was just like, you know, I'm just letting you know that I am reading and trying to educate myself. And I, I feel deeply for you. I don't know the answer or what to say, but I just, I see you, you know, and it's just like little things to open those doors because people are really struggling at the end of the day. It still has an effect. I just think that if we could just focus on the good focus on creating the good if it's not there yeah and we could just do that and 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 i'm not saying that i want that people can go out and like in one day change the world but if you focus on the good and and if it's not you know if it's not there start creating that like that's what it takes is like tiny minuscule things that you can do within your circle within yourself that can potentially change the world if everyone could just vibe on that butterfly effect which we're not talking about today we're not well, i don't know why you even said it dang i'll cut that out so speaking of the good and changing the world i really do think that a lot of that can be 
can be done through conversation. So we went back to to our Esther Perel, where should I begin? We'll tag that in the show notes. And if you haven't bought this deck of cards, it's so profound and it will get any group of people talking. I have used it in work for team meetings. It actually tells you like what colors you can bring into the workplace. So it makes it super easy. Um, I did not pick any workplace topics for us today, uh, but I'm going to ask Yanni a question. She doesn't know what question I'm asking her. I don't know what question I'm asking her. So let me just scroll through here. All right. The last time I felt free. Wow. The last time I felt free. I'm going to have to sit on this. Give me one second, guys. Maybe it's been that long. Um. (laughs) I know it's deep, right? It's deep. And just as you sit on it, you know, for our listeners, just like this will really turn your dinner party up a notch. It's not any fake, you know, small talk. It can be done with females, males, whatever, and, you know, married couples, not married couples, it really just gets you in a place of vulnerability um, and and love and understanding for the people that you're in community with. So I just bought you some time there. You did. You did. It was good. Thank you for that. I was going to I was going to say thank you. Um, the last time I felt free. was i would say in 2020 and this is complete free is when define that for us okay so when and if this makes sense i didn't it wasn't an immediate feeling right um but after i went through the storm i felt it so in 2020, you guys know the pandemic hit, the world shut down. We were just in like a chaotic state, everyone. And in the beginning or sometimes, you know, for some people throughout the whole entire um, year or two, but for me in the beginning and when I had a chance to sit with myself and figure out at that point, what I wanted, what my family needed. Um, and it was a very scary part, but I knew when I knew that I was moving to Maine and I had to like set things up in my life um, back in Pennsylvania for it to work. And I had to do one of the biggest things that I still struggled to do. And it was to ask for help mm. and to not be able to tackle everything and have my hand in everything. It was during that time where it was so uncomfortable for me that it put me in a weird state of mind, but at the end of it all. And when I, when I'm talking about this, I'm talking about with work and I put people in positions and I hired managers and things like that to run my business when I wasn't there. Um, that was freedom because I, I was able to pursue the things that I needed in my life and still have that found strong foundation to keep what I had. Did you feel free because it wasn't all on your shoulders anymore? I felt free or because that? it wasn't all on my yeah. shoulders and I didn't have to you weren't in limbo tackle it alone, you know yeah. um it's 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 scary and it's dark and it's stressful when you're the only one tackling something. Yeah. And so knowing that I didn't have to, and I asked for help and put people in positions to do the things that I needed to be done. Like the freedom that I felt afterwards was like, Oh my God, I can run a business 500 miles away and still be and it still be successful. Yeah. And that was freedom for me. Probably the hardest part was making the decision. Girl, that was the hardest part. I, I, I told you, I think I talked about this before, but I like, I had a full on tantrum 
I cried, I cried, I yelled, I cried, I did all the things. And then I was like, all right, Kay, you're done. It's good. You got this. You got this. Wipe them tears, girl. You all right? Stop hyperventilating. Um, but it was the best good. crying, though, when you're, like, in the car and you're about to go into, like, a meeting and you cry, you get it out, and you're like, let's go. Let's it's go. Done. I've out. done that so many times where I was like, let's, let's go. go get it out. I've done that in the shower, and I'm like, you got it out, and yep. it's like, now what are we doing about it? True. Like, you do not want your emotions to influence your character, and that's what will happen. How many times have you been angry about something totally different, and you walked in a room with an attitude? No. Don't, yeah. don't, do not give that off, like, at all, you know? Because so, they don't deserve it. The people in the room yeah, don't deserve it. That's yeah. yours. Unless yeah, they that, that's do yours. deserve it, and then we can figure that part out, too. Yeah, you just call them out. <laughs> <laughs> but no, so that, that was the time okay. where I literally, that was the time, mm-hmm. the last time that I felt like, like, a weight off, like, physically emotionally I was just like oh my god you know what's so interesting kind of just being so close with you and and watching this story unfold I you know how we talk about like core memories with the kids like I feel like this is a core thing that has happened in your life that we you don't even know what that's going to produce or yield not even Oh my God, Beth, thank you for even saying, Dan and I were, were, were talking about this and you know how, you know, that saying is like, you didn't come this far just to come this far. Yeah. Right. And how your life and what you're living now is based off of the decisions you made 10, 15 years ago. Right. Yeah. So like, you don't even think about that. Right. You don't think about that until you're in it and you're like, oh, I am where I am because of the decisions I've made then. And I haven't even truly felt the full effects of the sacrifices and things that I've done. No, it's actually feels like you're closer to the hard. I'm closer to the hard than I am for the, to the. Yeah. But every conversation and every move that I see you make, it's like, I feel like it's bubbling up to like whatever is on the other side of that hard. And I think that's what keeps us going. Cause like even Dan, like I'm just going to shout him out because he is probably, I, I don't understand how yeah. so many parts, like he, he is just like, he dreams so big and there is something to be said it's about admirable. someone. It is. It's something to say about someone that thinks it and believes it so hard that he executes it and he comes out on the other side winning over and over again. Right. And that's him. And sometimes I look at him like, damn, I wish I had half of that. Right. Yeah. And so shout out to him because he is just a creator in everything that he does. And, but. And if you're in her, his circle. Oh yeah. He is such a believer in you. You know, we did high-low Buffalo on our trip and no one asked me my high-low Buffalo. I was the last to go. Yo, this was July and she's still going about it. She's still (laughs) holding on to it. (laughs) But if we're starting a new year soon, you need to let it go. Let it go. (laughs) This is is July. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, Tell your story. My high was when I went to the coffee spot with Dan, him and I, it wasn't the right time to go. Kids were crazy, but he wanted to get out and go coffee to get coffee out of the house. And I was like, let me be spontaneous. Did we not go to that coffee shop all week long in different groups? It was the funniest thing. Yep. Yep. I loved it. We kept that coffee shop bumping. We did. It was like the only place where we were. (laughs) Anyway, that was my high. And to relate it back to what you're saying he breathes life into you when you don't have that available. Not everybody has that available. Somehow he keeps digging deeper to find that. And that's what it is. He, he just creates that um, within himself. And that's something that like, I admire so much. Um, But yeah, wait, how did I get into this? How did we, how did I even get in? I could talk about him every day. We know that, you're closer to the hard, yeah, which yes. is actually when you felt the most free. Yes. But 
like the paradox there is like you felt the most free in the place that was the most hard. When you know that you have to get over a hump, when you know where the destination is going to lead you, you know where you need to go, right? And you Mm -hmm. have to get over this. You have to go through this in order to get there. And you believe in that destination so hard Mm -hmm. that you were like, by any means necessary, I'm going to get there. The hard is very scary and still very hard. Mm -hmm. But like the only way to is through. You just like put your muck boots on, you armor up and you get through it. And right now, you like you said, I am still closer to the hard and it's still sacrifice and it's still a lot. But on the other side of this, that pot of gold and whatever it may look like. That you're coming for it. It's a clear vision and I'm coming for it. So I'm going to go through the hard. I love that. So yeah. So wait, do I ask you the same question? No, ask me a different one. Okay, I'm actually a different question. Okay, let's see. Hmm. I'm nervous. All right, Beth. Uh oh. She looked me in the eyes, people. I did. <laughs> the que- well, the statement is I need to fight harder for what? Mm. What do you need to fight? Harder. Oh my God. This actually brings like it pulls an emotional string like straight from my heart. And, you know, if asked on a different day, maybe I would answer it differently. But I need to fight harder for my relationship with my oldest daughter. Hmm. And the reason being is like, I don't understand her. She is very, very type A, you know, gets worked up over the smallest things and she's one of four, right? So she's not getting a whole lot of attention all the time. And because she is so independent and, you know, all of these things that I admire, I feel like sometimes she doesn't get enough of my attention. And so honest to God, that's what's on my heart is like, I need to fight harder to foster our relationship because I am like, I want her to come to me. I never want her to be afraid to fail in front of me. And that's like a big thing is like, she's always in the future. What if this happens? What if that happens? What if blah, blah, blah. And it's like, we're here right now. And so I'm teaching her those skills, but, you know, sometimes I can be a little abrasive. Like even today, like real talk, I went and bought this like bag of tropical fruit to make her smoothies and she wanted a shake. So when she says shake, it's like a chocolate protein shake, right? So I'm like downstairs, I'm already running late because I worked out, you know, the advent calendar freaking advent calendar I'm already and so I start making her this smoothie and here I am like pumped up like a good mom like got her her favorite berries and like blah 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 even like put milk in it to like make it creamy and she was like I don't want that and I like lost my mind and I was just like you're so ungrateful like everything I you know I was coming from a spot of my own shit It's like, I wanted to be the hero in that story and it didn't go that way. And so I lost it. And, you know, I came up, I took a shower and I felt horrible the whole time I was in the shower because she knew I lost it. I knew I lost it. You know, she's eight. I'm, how old am I? 30. How old am I? 38. 40. (laughs) I am not 40. Unless I'm on the beach somewhere. Um, And so I'm in the shower and I'm like that. I missed that moment. And so I went back down and I reconciled and I said, listen, I shouldn't have acted that way. And I I didn't know you wanted a, a shake. Like I thought you wanted a smoothie. Like I went and got you these berries. And I'm like, why don't I teach you how to make it this weekend so that you can make it right. Like it's not like, it doesn't 
fall into a time that's hectic and then it's like we miscommunicated with each other. Right. And so I guess like something I need to, what was the question? Like fight harder for is communicating better with her and not just leveraging like the power dynamic, because that's the other thing. Like I don't want to get into this mother daughter power dynamic where she is having to please me in order to feel good. And she has that personality anyway. So I don't want to foster that in her. I don't need her to please me. I just need her to be herself. True. I like the fact that this is something that you're even acknowledging that you need to fight harder for. Mm-hmm. So many times, and I've seen it in you know personal life and things like that, that like understanding your kid has not always been a thing. Like, especially in the older generations, like, there was no need for them to understand you. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the fact that you're sitting here and saying that that is something that you are, you know, that you want to do more of and try to understand her and, you know, you want to fight harder for, like, I mean, as a, a mom to mom girl, like... I love that. You're winning that you're even thinking. Now you're going to make me cry. Yeah. It's it's so true because she is at such a impressionable age. You know, she's starting to like they're when they're younger, you are their world. You know, it's like you are the center of their universe in a lot of ways. But as they get to this age, you know, she'll be nine this year. Like that changes. And they start having other influences. They start seeing other mothers and daughters react and, you know, all of these things. And not to say that in a comparing way, but I want her to stand firm in what we are. Yeah. And this morning wasn't a good representation of that. And that was a total fail on my part. Um, But, you know, in true healing life, I'm not going to beat myself up over it. It was a moment that I missed, but I immediately went and rectified it immediately apologized, you know, for my emotional dysregulation. But I think that's the better lesson in this, the the better and bigger lesson in this. Like, think about it, right? This is Albany, this sweetest girl. Sweetest. That you said, you know, she, yeah, to be she, she's, you know, very type A. Everything has to be perfect. It has to be a way that she needs it to be. And the the bigger lesson was the fact that, like, hey, sometimes you aren't that. Sometimes mm-hmm. you don't put that best version of yourself forward. Sometimes, you know, you do react. The This is, we're human, right? Yeah. It's not going to be perfect. But... And those times where it's not perfect and those times where you do step out of character and you do, and you say, and you react to, you know, in different ways, like the fact that you come back and you have a conversation about it to reconcile it, that's the lesson that we're all going to have these days. We're all going to have these times, but this is how you move forward. That's the lesson. Right. Yeah. The fact that, OK, you did this, you, you you reacted a certain way, you took your time, you realized and then you came back to talk about it. I mean, damn, Beth, that's what yeah. she's seen. Yeah, she did like the, what how you initially reacted probably went out the window. But the fact Hopefully. that you came back, you apologized, you talked, you created something like that is the memory. I kid you not, because you, they always say that, like, it's how someone made you feel. Right. So initially, when you said what you said, it was a communication. She probably was like, ah, and probably was very upset. But the fact that you came back and talked to her. I think that emotion will stay longer than the initial one that she may have had. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. Hmm. All right. Let me ask you one more. Um, I pulled some deep ones out, didn't I? I know, Beth. Like, Jesus. Uh, I'm like so. Again, this is the kind of stuff she does at the grocery store, guys. This is the kind of stuff when she sees random people, she's just like, "Let me pull a card out." What do you need to fight harder for? And they're like, "Um, (laughs) 
Not, to... I'm not even kidding you. This is the depths of it. There is someone in my workout class who looks very lonely. And I feel like I just want to take her to coffee and be like, what is, like, let's talk. You know what I mean? Like, and there's probably like, it's a 6am workout class. She's probably not lonely. She's probably tired, but I'm like, I feel like I take it on. Like it's my job to be like, what is going on with you? I know. <laughs> Maybe but I missed see, my calling and should have been yeah. a therapist or something. That is so funny. But no, ask her, say, Hey, you want to do a coffee date? Yeah. And then you get there and you're like, what do you need to fight harder for? She's like, oh, this lady is crazy. <laughs> I'll get banned from the workout banned class. Banned from the workout class. Oh, my God. All right. I'm going to ask you this one. Okay. The most unexpected compliment I've ever received. The most unexpected compliment I've ever received. And I know it's hard for you to receive compliments, too. Beth, I know. It's very. But I, I forgot about that until right now. Okay, so I have, they weren't compliments to me. How about that? I have two times where people have said things and I was like, and I, and I didn't know how to react. Yeah. Um. Okay, I'm going to get real vulnerable, y'all. Real vulnerable here. Okay, so one, I mean, was years ago. And I'm still holding on to this because obviously it must still affect me because I still like, I'm like salty about it. But he's turning the question around. I am. I am. I am. Here I am. <laughs> right. I'm real salty about it. Like, forget Beth's question. I'm. I'm in diving deeper. Having my feelings. <laughs> so years ago, I remember I was at Wawa, and if I'm talking about Wawa, you know what state I'm talking about, right? I was oh. in PA, and I was getting coffee, and this guy, he was an older, older guy, and the ice. He, <laughs> he comes to he comes up and I can feel him staring at me, but I don't want to like lock eyes with him. It's like early in the morning. I'm not, I'm not ready to talk. And of course I look up and his eyes lock with mine. I'm like, damn. And he goes, you're very pretty for a black girl. Oh, my, I don't even know what to say. And I was like, that is the most fucked up thing ever. I couldn't say anything. Like, no words would come out. And you know how I am. I'm very witty. Like, it comes. It rolls off my tongue. I, I have yeah. a clap back for everything. I, but that, like, cut you to your core. It cut me to the core. Like, I didn't even smile. I didn't say anything. I just walked away. Which, in hindsight now, sometimes silence is louder than words. Yeah. And I think that I would like to think this just makes me feel better that my silence made him wonder and think about what he said, but I got in a car and of course, you know, a minute after I get in a car and I come up with all the comebacks, all the clapbacks I could have said, all the things I could have said, I'm on the phone with Dan. I'm like, I'm great. Go back in there. Like he's like, he chill. But it was, he thought he was giving me a compliment, um, but it was not a compliment. And yeah. I'm so yeah. sorry. Like, oh no, don't I, be sorry. But well, I'm just, I'm sorry for you, obviously. Right. But I'm sorry for our world that he probably has no idea. No, the pain those words carried. Right. And I think that, like, you know, maybe for him, he, he at that point, obviously, I don't think that he knew what it, what he was saying, right? Yeah. Um, and, you, t you know, he thought that he was giving me a compliment, and it clearly wasn't a compliment. Um, but like I said, I would like to think that my silence may have made him wonder and think about the words that he said. And if it didn't, then it didn't. But... Um, for me, I I didn't know how to react, so I chose not to. Um, and to me, that was the the loudest thing I could have said. But yeah, it was so weird. Ugh. 
that's that's beyond a microaggression and we we train on this at at work you know people say things like this without even thinking like oh you speak really well well that was my second one is where i was at a place i was um, at an event and i did do like a I, i spoke and i did like a speech and after i was done you know a random person came up and Basie said, um, you speak really well. And again, one of those um, things that like catches you off guard. Yeah. And the only thing I could say was like, as opposed to like not speaking well. And I think that like, once I said that it was like, oh no, I was, you know, saying X, Y, and Z. But I think that again, that it's just a weird thing to say and maybe not to everyone maybe not to everyone it's a weird thing to say you know I, mean, I think it's kind of a weird thing to say to everyone yeah because but like some... would it be said to everyone do you get what i'm saying no. like no i mean even when people speak horribly their their egos are pumped up and they're told it was like the best speech ever i mean look at our past president <laughs> yeah but yeah so i just want like i don't know like I, those were things that we're supposed to be compliments. Yeah. You know, and Honestly, I didn't take them as compliments. You, what you are bringing up for me, like we talk a lot about trauma and I'm not saying that this is one of your traumas, but I'm just saying this is how trauma, like people think you can just get over things, right? Like when you've gone through traumatic or chronic traumatic things in your life. But the best way that I've heard it described is like if you cut your hand in the kitchen, like immediately what you do is like try to rectify it. Like immediately for you, you probably like just try to come up with something witty, blah, blah, blah. And then it's like, you know, if you cut your hand in the kitchen, you try to stop the blood, you put a bandaid on that, right? But there's still a wound there. And the reason that trauma can't be healed alone is because you need other humans to help you heal that trauma. So just in this instance, like every time you bump that hand, when that wound is still there, it cuts it again. So it's like the wound is trying to heal, but the environment keeps it from healing. And that is what I'm hearing out of your story. It's like, the next time that you went to talk was that a a self-limiting belief in your head? I don't know. But it could be, right? Like, it's like, it's not, it's not, I, I, it's not even just not helpful. It's horrendous. Right. And I think that's what it is, guys. I think it's, it's, there is trauma, you know, growing up, we, I, my parents would literally have conversations about, you know, look nice, look nice, make sure you, you know, you speak with confidence, make sure you say that, you know, dot your I's, cross your T's, make sure this, make sure that, do this, make sure you're not too loud, make sure you don't say this, make sure you're not, so like, and it was them teaching us essentially how to survive in this world. Yeah. How to be put into a box. How to be put into a box, to be accepted. And it's only because of what has already happened. You know what I mean? And you're like, you're almost like reacting to the traumas of your generation of people. And Well, yeah, because even if you get into a situation where you were too loud in like a party or something, right? Yeah. That cuts their wound back open. Yes. Because you're in that lineage, that generational piece. Yeah. So when he, when, when he said that, it was like, wow, like, why did it have to be? And say if that was true, say if it was true that I speak well, right? And just coming off of that, like somebody like, like, you have this presence among people and you can gravitate to them and you can capture, you know, their attention, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. I think that once you, and maybe that's where this person was going, 
not necessarily like, oh, for a black girl, for an African-American girl, like you actually surprised me the way you spoke, whatever. And maybe it wasn't, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Maybe it wasn't. That's when you have to go deeper and you have to think about like, not what's in your mind, because I can't tell. I'm not there. Only you're there. But what it is going to seem like, or what is, what is it going to sound like when I say this? Yeah. Right. Is it going to sound like when I say, oh, you know, you just sound educated or you sound like you, you know, you're very good at just captivating people? Or is it going to sound like you speak well? I was surprised. I didn't think that you would. And you, you know, and it's very. That's poor performance on that person. The best way to go about that is pull the emotion that you gave that person, right? We're going to give them the benefit of the doubt. You made me feel energetic by your talk. Yeah, right. Could have accomplished the same exact thing. Thank you. You made me think deeper about that topic. Thank right. you. Right, right. Or your speech moved me, or I felt like, you know, yeah. something like that. Because you don't know how it's going to come off to the other person. Because you, you don't have to know be conscious. Right. So you have to be conscious about that because you could have said that same thing to someone else and it may not have been taken yeah. weird. You know? And you're, it's not like you're going to go into a room full of people and be like, hi, I'm Yanni. Please don't give me any microaggressions because I'm fragile right now. Right. <laughs> you know? like, right. I'm just getting through it. I'm trying <laughs> to get through it. I'm still working on myself, actually. Actually, that real. Funny story real quick. We were, I was out with one of um, my friends over the weekend and we were having a couple drinks and she's like, do you want to get another drink? And she was driving and I was like, no. And she's like, why not? You're not driving. I was like, I'm fragile. (laughs) I can't can't do this to myself. I can't be tired. I'm fragile. I can only do one. That's good. You know your limits, girl. That's what you wish you could say to people. But it's just like, it's not normal to do that. We're probably making it more normal, even having this conversation. Right. It's almost like you want like a little, like, like a note card with all your shit. Yeah. (laughs) Don't say this, do this. I need this. This is (laughs) counterproductive. Like a description card. Oh my! This like is, a car, like a car manual. Like this is how you car turn manual. the lights this on. This is how you this turn on. How you get the car this to move. This is how you turn my lights on. <laughs> I like that, Beth. Seriously, <laughs> this is how you get me started. Um, but yeah, so <laughs> how you get me it, it's one of those things. It was a compliment, I guess, for them. And well, they thought it was a compliment, but for me, it wasn't. So yeah. I don't know if that just answered your question. I don't know if I just made up. I don't know if I just got in my I feelings. Like it. And was I mean, like, and I'm going to flip this on its head. Yeah, that's the beauty of these conversation starters is like, there's no one way to answer right. them. So I love that you just like went left with it. I learned something in the moment. Um, and I love just being with you today and just kind of like taking a deep breath. This was like refreshing yeah and i loved how you initiate like you text you were like hey like what if, what do you think about doing something light today and it yeah. was exactly like it was almost like i thought it you said it you know yeah so when you did that i was like yes 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 just show let's up. take it light let's just show up because there's just always lessons in dialogue always and for you, for me, for our listeners, and, you know, don't get it twisted. Like, we still want you on those goals. We still want you, you know, checking the boxes and getting yourself positioned for this next year. But a part of that is taking a deep breath, too. So that was that was this for us. Yeah. yeah. And I love how, like, you know, even answering these questions, you, for me, I realize how far I've come. Yeah. Just like how I've, how I answered them, how, you know, and just kind of comparing because some of the questions, if you were asking me this, you know, gosh, I feel like I've changed so much in the last year or two years, five years, even, you know, it just, it's just reminds me like, damn key, like, and I think probably a time where you accepted some of that behavior and now you're in a place firmly 
standing where you're I like, guess. no, this isn't right. It didn't make me feel good. There's, there was a time where any compliment of any kind was just like good for me, you know? Yeah. yeah. But now I'm like selective and shit. Good. You know, like I'm like, Mm-mm, that ain't it. No. So, so yeah. Don't love it. Don't love it. <laughs> this was good. 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 Well, we hope everyone has a beautiful week. Uh, you'll probably be grabbing this episode midweek next week. Um, but just know that we are here for you. We have some great things coming. Um, and until next time. We'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. All right, my good people. Give us a listen. If you do not already, follow us on Instagram at trustme underscore the underscore podcast. We are now on TikTok. TikTok. Uh, we are. Trust me. Trust me, BK on TikTok. So love it. Give us a follow. Subscribe to our podcast on whatever platform you choose. Thank you guys for listening. Tune in. Stay true to us. We'll stay true to you. If you guys have any comments, any questions, any podcast topics, please DM us. Don't be afraid. And until next time. Love yas. Bye. Bye.